Hello. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Talk Comics to Me. I am Champ Champenstein. I am also Champ Champenstein. And we are here on this Wednesday to talk about our comics on New Comic Book Day. It is the newest day of May the 8th. <laughs> it's the newest May 8th. <laughs> okay, here we are. So, do you... Yeah. you, you oh, uh, I'll go first. Okay, so this is the first issue of Red Sonia and Vampirella Meet Betty and Veronica. I I love Vampirella, and it just seemed like a lot of fun, so I got it, and I was not wrong. It is so much fun. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah. Um, so pretty much Red Sonia and Vampirella end up in Riverdale to hunt this cult that is draining people of blood. The people they're draining happen to be teachers at the school that Betty and Veronica are at, and of course, because Betty and Veronica just don't know how to leave shit alone. (laughs) (laughs) They're, you know, researching the deaths or whatever, trying to be journalists, and they all team up to try to solve it together. It's funny because they try to disguise Red Sonia and Vampirella as high school girls. (laughs) But they, to pass them off, they just say that, you know, obviously they're from overseas and everyone there looks more mature anyway. It's, As you uh, do. Yeah, it's really fun. I really like it. I, I, I don't know how many issues they're going to be. I'm assuming probably four or five. But I, I would definitely say if you're a fan of any of these women, pick it up because it's great. <laughs> you seem so pleased right now. I love it. I was, I was very surprised at how much I really liked I've it. I've never seen you so happy. Like, honestly. Like, it's just women working together. I I'm mediocre about this. This is... Marvel's annotated. I'm not mediocre. I actually really like this. And I decided this time around to not read the comic itself, but just read the first part of the script. And I read the first page where Kurt Busick... Kurt Busick. ...describes, like, what he wants to see on the first page to Alex Ross, and it's just, uh... I won't go over everything, but there's a lot of shit. He's just like, I want to see all of this on the desk if possible. And in the end, I would like to read this part. He goes, plus a lot of paper with type on it. We can't read to break up the photos and maybe a cup of coffee, picture of the wife and kids, phone, off hook, receiver, off panel, etc. I realize that all of this may not fit, but it's important to get a sense from this that Stark is connected to Iron Man, the Avengers, S.H.I.E.L.D., Senator Bird, and hot babes. Hot babes. (laughs) Easy, huh? Don't worry, there are nine more full page... Pagers, this issue, none of them anywhere near this complicated. And I thought I made Heather read this. I made my significant other read this because I thought it was really cool how he broke down what he wanted to see and how Alex Ross got all. Yes, nailed the mark. It's like a 10 out of a 10, stick the landing. (laughs) It's so good. Once again, if you are a giant nerd like I am, (laughs) this is something you would want to pick up. It's a really cool story. You get the little extras. If you want to know anything about Marvels, check back on any of our podcasts where I talk about this book and or just Google search it. It's an old series from the 90s that's been reprinted with extras. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. (laughs) It's fun. 
I I just I really wanted Heather to to see the how much how much fun it is. Yes, I did read that first page of the script. Script. The script, and yeah. I looked at the first page of the comic, and um, we had you know a pretty lengthy, maybe two minute conversation about how good the art was. So, if you're a fan of art, maybe pick that up. If yeah. you're a fan of reading, pick it up. If you're a fan of comics. Pick it up. Pick it up. Marvels is actually a series that is collected in trade since it came out so long ago. And if you do enjoy the art, Alex Ross has also done a really good DC series called Kingdom Come that I also highly suggest. Which, wasn't that just recently re-released in like, uh, uh, paperback? Yeah. In, yeah. Yeah, like in last like an week or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Wasn't like the 20th. Anniversary. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Something. I just put it away yesterday, so that's why I'm thinking <laughs> about it. Okay. Uh, okay, so moving on. This is something we both have. This is Deadly, Deadly Class. Class. This is issue number 38. Um, kind of a back-to-the-start issue. Yeah. Marcus and Maria have found their, back, their way back to King's Dominion, excuse me, and they're just trying to get back in the flow of things, so to speak. While running into every single person that within the last few issues they've tried to kill and almost been killed by. So it makes for interesting conversations between the groups of people. Yeah. I'm really interested to see what happens. All of the dynamics have been put into place. Everything is really deadly. (laughs) Yes, um, <laughs> deadly indeed. But no, I I did feel like, that, like I, I said to you earlier, this was not necessarily my favorite issue of Deadly Class, but the story always builds this way. Yeah, it's definitely not boring because a lot does happen. It's just... It's, it's just different. Mm-hmm. And it is literally just replacing yourself. And I don't know. I'm not sure... I kind of just want to see everybody die. That would be cool. I'm into that. Like I, I like all of these characters on like a level, but they all kind of suck as people. Mm-hmm. And I did like at the the one point when I don't know the second part of it. I guess like sophomore year or whatever when like the new people came in, how they introduced all those new people. And they're still a part of it, but it's like they're in the background now. Whereas, like at the beginning of that, they were like the main yeah. characters. And I kind of maybe that's what I miss because I liked those characters so much. Oh, like, I liked them so much. Those D and D issues were honestly my favorite issues. They were so good. <laughs> they were my favorite issues of Deadly Class. I've never more like never been more so like. Yeah, Rick Mender has played D&D and, like, has made this connection with people and knows what this is about. Mm-hmm. Like, I fucking love that story arc, and I wanted those people to, like, yeah, I just, maybe I'm not ready for him, Marcus, to be back. I don't know. I feel like with him coming back, obviously a lot of more shit is going to happen, and it's not going to be good, and maybe that's why they're keeping the other characters in the background right now. Is they're going to play, like, a bigger role yeah. coming up, okay. hopefully. So I'm sorry. We talked more about Deadly Class than I. And, yeah, we and were. In. <laughs> we, we had a conversation beforehand, and I was like, yeah, we don't have much to say about it, but apparently <laughs> we, we were both wrong. So <laughs> anyway. Um, I just, I feel like I don't like Marcus, and he's the most toxic of everybody. 
Well, that that makes me feel bad because he's my favorite. No, he's my favorite too, though. He is the worst. But he is the worst. Yes. He's the most, like, toxic person. Maybe that comes with just not having parents or siblings and growing up in the streets and, like, learning how to fight for yourself. God damn. (laughs) Who knows? I'm always shaming the sad boys. I know. I mean, like, I grew up with family, so I was put in my place when I did wrong shit. I just grew up with grandparents and I'm a mom and no, nobody. <laughs> nobody. I was alone. <laughs> I, was a, I was a sad little only <laughs> child just in a room. I was uh, a grandma but, when I was two. <laughs> <laughs> I am a grandma. Let's be real. Okay. I, I was a grandma when I was 10. I'm sorry. I was too. I used to go to this thrift store in Lincoln called St. Mary's. Because they would have, like, days where they would just give clothes away for free. And I'd always get, like, the old lady pantsuit that they wear on, like, Sundays for church. And I would just, like, sit out on my front porch just wearing these outfits for no reason. That's what I did. Uh, uh, that's good. I, we would have gotten long as kids. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, my first breakup, I sat up on that porch wearing this, like, pink <laughs> outfit with, like, one of those, like, circular, like, pill box, like, hats just sitting there like this. Yeah, for hours that day. <laughs> I, my mom, like, brought me food out. Like, I was 12 again. It was great. Anyway, so next comic, I have Age of Conan, Bullet. 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 We, um, I said I was going to say it different every time, but I don't remember the last two times I said it, so I'm just going to say Bullet. This is a, obviously a continuation of how Conan's pirate queen became the pirate queen. This issue takes place over a period of about four years where she's still trying to fucking hunt these sea monsters, take control of her father's ship, and she's obviously better than the men that she works under, and she proves it. I love Bullet. I love her. I would serve under her on any ship, regardless of whether or not there were actually sea monsters. I would lay down my sword at her feet and vow to protect her life as long as I lived. Are you talking about Bullet or Jeannie Howard? Both. (laughs) (laughs) This is only a four? I think that's what it was supposed to be. I think this is only going to be four parts, if I remember correctly. And I am I am so excited to see her take control of her father's ship and just blast these sea monsters in the ass. Blast them in the ass. <laughs> blast them in the ass. <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, the art is really cool. Um, I really, really do love the covers for it. What, what is the artist's name again? I can never remember. Sana, Sana Takeda. Takeda. Okay, yes. Yes, that's right. The covers are all really, really cool. Obviously, the interior art is not the same, but I still love it so much. I want, I want, I want to be Bullet. I want, to, <laughs> I want to be her. I want to kill men. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. all. Sorry. Next. So I'll just do my my Conan book next. <laughs> I have Conan the Barbarian. I'm not cool enough to get Bullet. I'll let you. Once again, I love this series because it's all separate stories. This one focuses on Conan in Turan, and he's fighting a group of people called the Stygian. I always thought that was like Stygians. Uh, I don't know. 
We don't know how to we, pronounce we don't know things. How, yeah, we're fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom. We went to school, but it's okay. But there is this really sick fucking page of Conan just sitting on some bodies, and the whole idea is the Stygians, or however you would like to say it, leave no survivors, uh, not even one, and the Turins come across Conan after he's been taken over by the Stygians. These fucking names are too much. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> fucking Jesus. They're not. I'm sorry. Uh, and they're like, we don't trust Conan because there's no way he would have lived without betraying somebody. And he's like, no, dude. I'm just straight up. I'm just a badass. I'm a badass. I'm a barbarian. I will kill everybody and everyone. And then they hang out with him and they end up getting ambushed by the Stygians again and he kills everyone. Some of them survive. It's just... It's Conan, the barbarian. He's just fucking awesome. He just kills. He just kills. In more ways than one. Are we talking about Ronan Island now? Yes. (laughs) Here's Ronan Island. (laughs) I got the Chris Anka cover. It's really good. I just get regular old regular cover. This is a a story about two orphans on this island working together to help the shoguns reclaim their land. I I but not really by choice. And it's not that easy. Yeah, no, it's there's a lot of different things that happen in this book, but I guess the main point is you have two kids, different sides of the block. They have to learn to work together to protect the island that they're on, but they obviously don't work together because they are from two completely different backgrounds. Their island is taken over by the remaining shogun, who they all thought were dead, Dead. which is why they built this island with all these people who are survivors from the previous war. But, you know, the shogun are like, this is our island, so, you know, you're our people. But the kids are still working together. The, the, The younger boy is... You know, he was raised in a very prestigious family, so he's got a bit of an attitude and a god complex, whereas the younger girl is a poor farmer, so she knows how to keep her head down and listen and, like, take care of herself. And so the dynamic between the two of them is really cool. But, yeah, they have to team up to work with the general of the shogun to get back to his land to protect the main shogun. shogun. The Shogun. The Shogun. This is a a very interesting and a complex story because there are so many. Yeah, there's a lot of dynamics going on Mm -hmm. because you have the first part, which is there was a war before any of this took place, which took a lot of the older people's families. This issue and what's going on right now is about the Shogun coming back to life and a whole nother type of thing coming to life and coming after them. It, and But it's dealing with both of those things at the same time. It's, it's Yeah, it's like the, the aftermath of war and how it still affects the people who are still alive. Mm-hmm. Which I do, I do really like that. I think it's interesting how in this issue you do find out more about the war 
in a, in a sense, how a lot of people ended up dying from yeah. the war. Um, well, because the war is so vaguely, and the wind is so vaguely referred to in the first couple issues, and you have really no idea what happened. Mm-hmm. But then this issue, I think, gave gives you a solid idea of mm-hmm. what's going on. And I don't know. Yeah, it's, it talks about yeah, yeah, the stuff that is still happening. Yeah, because of what it happened, happened during the yeah. war. So I still really enjoy it. I mostly I think I'm reading it because I love the girl so much, and as much as I want to hate the younger boy, like I think he's a very interesting character because, despite the way that he grew up and how big of an asshole he is, he does want to do right. He just doesn't know how to do it in the same way that she does. Well, and I think this. And this issue puts into place a a test almost to make him do the right thing and be the right person and show that he can be a leader and somebody who can be trusted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. I Again, I just, I really enjoy this. I think the art is cool. I didn't think I would be into the story too much, especially after the first issue because it took such a turn that I was not expecting <laughs> yeah. um, and didn't necessarily want, but I like how it ties in with the story and how... It's been developing the story yeah. further. So, says so you know, Ronan yeah. Island, number three. Me? Okay, so I have Archie. So this is issue number 704. I did not read the other 700. I read the first, or the last four. So I don't know if you guys know about Archie. <laughs> I Archie's only know. A, he's just like a dude. He's a dummy. But, so... As long as Jughead still likes hamburgers. He doesn't. He mentions fucking hamburgers in this issue so many times. (laughs) It's like me. Yeah, you are Jughead. (laughs) Um, So, you know, classic Archie. He is put in the middle of this weird bachelor competition by Cheryl, who is actually set up by Betty and Veronica, because, again, they can't leave anything alone. They have to find out who Archie is seeing, and this was Cheryl's way of trying to get him to, like, come out. But him and Sabrina, his girlfriend, yeah, Sabrina the witch, that's who it is. They have Did a she talk. she tell you that she's a witch in this issue? No, not in this one. <laughs> they have a very nice talk, and she says, I don't fucking care about a fake bachelor contest. Do whatever you need to do. Keep us hidden. So he does. <laughs> but yeah, Jughead is trying to help Reggie solve the mystery of what happened to his father. So there are two different stories going on, one of which I care about, one of which I don't. And I will not tell you which one is which because I need to read more. I guess next issue, 705, starts the... the Sabrina and yeah, Archie? Yeah, the Sabrina and Archie timeline. So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I have a book called Excellence next. New. No. New. It's a number one. It's not bad. I like it. The art style really is reminiscent of some, like, anime, elongated features. The whole idea is that these men are... These black men are chose for magic. That's cool. And they protect the world. But no women. No women. That makes sense. Women get too powerful. No women. No women are allowed to to be powerful. So if I put this book on my profile and no women become powerful, I will be very angry. Well, you know, that's going to be the twist is I, I, a woman gets so powerful. I That's what I only hope. But it is really, it's an interesting book. I really enjoyed the art. I enjoyed the way it kind of set itself up because... 
you have this story and a lot of the people who develop magic develop magic very early on and the person you're following doesn't and it takes them a really long time and they their father kind of scoots to somebody else and kind of mentors them as this person is trying so hard to just do it which is you know it's cool i not i mean that's not cool <laughs> but the story the is story cool, is cool. It, there's a lot going on. This is a pretty pretty intense, like, there's a lot happening. There's a lot of dialogue. But I would not discourage anybody from picking it up. It's really good. Would you dare say it is uh, excellent? excellent. <laughs> God damn it. You left I, yourself wide open. I did. I would dare say it is excellent. I, I think it is, like, enjoyable, and I, I really am interested to see, like, where this character goes. I'm just also... It's one of those things where I'm also, like, frustrated at the character because mm-hmm. I just... It's so hard to make the right decisions, and it's so easy when you're you're just reading... I'm not that person, and it's literally I'm reading somebody's, ex- like, a different experience. But I'm just like, no, it's just like Middle West, but in a completely different way. Different feelings. Different feelings. Yes. I get it. Done. Okay, so I'm kind of going to be just briefly going over these three. I just haven't had a chance to read them yet because it was taking me way too long to read them <laughs> before I came over here. So I said... If I get it, I'll read them later. So this is Shades of Magic, Night of Knives. Uh, It's technically number five in the series, but it's like a number one in the part two of it. Mm -hmm. So the first four issues was the uh, the Steel Prince. (laughs) His butt. I I can't get over the butt. I can't get over the butt either. So this is a prequel story to the trilogy uh, Darker Shade of Magic, which I really enjoyed the books, which is why I picked this up because it's, taken over by the same author, but it's essentially how King Merrick became the Steel Prince. So that was like the first part. So the second part is the Knight of Knives, which I can only guess is how we became a Knight of Knives. I don't know. (laughs) I'll read it later and I'll let you know. But yeah, Shades of Magic. And then I have these two War of the Realms, Tyson, Titans. Titans. Yes, I have Journey into Mystery, uh, issue number two for that, and then New Agents of Atlas, issue number one. I don't know anything about these people, this book, what it's supposed to be about. I only got it because it was a War of the Realms tie-in, and it was a short series, so I figured, why not? Um, I'll read that later. But I do know I liked the first issue of uh, Journey into Mystery. Balder and his own group of Avengers trying to get the baby to Thor's castle (laughs) in wherever it was, Georgia, something like that. They're being pursued by the God of War Ares. Yes, so Journey into Mystery, War of the Realms, issue number two. Again, not necessary to read if you're reading the War of the Realms series, but they're fun little side stories. So if you have some time, they're only going to be three issues each, so it's not a big deal. Okay. All right. I'm already emotional. (laughs) Uh, This is also an issue I forced Heather to read because before she came over, it literally ruined my life. (laughs) This is the last issue of Murder Falcon. 
This book starts out very, very light-hearted. Kind of silly, almost. Kind of silly, almost. And you you understand what's going on. Like, the, the, the tone is there where it is, like, there's something going on. But you don't really understand what's happening until you kind of get to the last few issues. And then it just fucking punches you in the gut. <laughs> this issue concludes the fight and what's happening in this world and how it happens and... I don't really want to talk about this issue because it's devastating. <laughs> it made me weepy, too, except I told Champ, I was like, I put on a full face of makeup today for, like, the first time in, well, other than Saturday, but the first time in, like, weeks. And if I cry, I'm going to be upset because I did not put my <laughs> waterproof mascara on, and I had to do this <laughs> for, like, ten minutes because I was crying. I'm already crying. So bear with me. And seeing Champ cry makes me want to cry too. So <laughs> putting my blinders up. It's great. <laughs> but this line hit me hard. They're trying to get to the horn of the dead, which they think raises the dead to help them defeat the evil. Uh. Okay, the horn doesn't call the dead back to life. It calls all those destined to die and still choosing to sing into the void. And from that moment on, tears all the way. I can't, can't suggest this book enough. Done. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're good. We're good to go. Now we're going to talk about some World War Namor. <laughs> Let's talk about Namor. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> this is me. Sometimes I do my eyebrows to look like Namor because I'm just feeling really mean <laughs> and bitter. <laughs> so Chip DuJour has been doing a really good job writing these characters. If you haven't read issue number four, close your ears because I'm going to spoil it for you. <laughs> Best spoiler ever. Yeah, the that was the one where the in the last page of the issue kind of broke me a little bit. Bucky Barnes gets shot in the head by someone who is working for Namor. Working for Namor to get all of the bad shit that he needs to start this war. I'm not gonna reveal any other spoilers because I don't wanna ruin this for you because this is a, a very I, like Champ had said, it's a, so it, long ago. It's so boring. It's so boring, but it's so worth it yeah. to get to the end because... This issue is explosive. It's exactly what I said. Mm -hmm. And you just, like, you got, like, you got to try to, like, win a war by not fighting a fight. And if you have to fight a fight, it's going to be a hell of a, a fucking battle. Yeah. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, Namor is lost his goddamn mind. Mm -hmm. Yes, he, he he's so willing to kill his friends or not care if his friends die. It's or if everybody dies, <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, Chip DeJour did a fucking job. Mm -hmm. I did not think I was going to be into this honestly at all because I don't. 
I don't dislike the characters, but I just don't, I wouldn't search them out to read about them. Yeah. But, you know, Captain American, Namor, and the Winter Soldier, I was like, all right, I'll give it a try. And I am so excited that I gave this a chance because this issue really brings it. Yeah. No, it, uh, it's so good, and I I don't want to ruin it, but I do love it. I know. It's, it's and the, the art is incredible for it, too. The Avengers, the, that, that, the, damn it. The, the Avengers. Avengers. The Avengers are in it. Look, it's you and me. I know. This is a champ and I fighting over nothing because we don't fight over stuff. Except maybe our feelings about Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and But Namor also probably would hate the fuck out of t- Tony Stark. Oh, yeah. You know, I wish I could wear this outfit. This outfit looks so good. Your titties would just be all over the place. He doesn't care. <laughs> I don't He care. knows he looks good. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Social norms. Fuck them. <laughs> they live under the sea. It's not going to matter anyway. <laughs> uh, invaders. Issue number five. Chip DeJour. Dzarski. Dzarski. You know, I'm never going to be able to say his name right. And Zdarsky. I want... Zdarsky. Did I do it? Yeah. Chap Dzarski. Chap. What? Chip Zdarski. Zdarski. Chap... God damn it. He will never want to be friends with me. Or maybe he'll want to be your best friend now. I can just hear all the names that I make up for him because I can't fucking pronounce anyone's name. It drives me crazy. I'm 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 well read. I spent most of my childhood in a library. I know how to say big words, but I can't pronounce certain names, and I am so sorry. Okay. <laughs> with that. I highly suggest picking up the Trade of Murder Falcon. You might not just collapse and ball like a baby like I do, but it's totally worth it, and I promise you'll love it. It's, yeah, I I've I read that issue, and then I, did I read the one before it, too, or did I just flip through it? I think you just flipped through it. It's great. I was telling Champ that there's, like, there's spreads in it that are just so good, and it's, like, every issue there's just, an even better one. So yeah. for the even if you're not into the story, which is why I didn't pick it up because it didn't seem like something that I would be into, the art alone is so good. And the thing about the story, and I'll just put this in there, is it's not what you think it is. Right. No, it, not at all. It, you have that base level of what the story is, and then there's something way deeper than that going on. And let's, like, when I first picked up the story, like I said, the book, like I said, it was just because it was, like, Murder Falcon, funny, cute, I love this, like, give it to me. And then it just, you saw me cry, so. It really sticks its talons in and it rips your heart out. (laughs) Yeah, so, and if you heard me, you also heard me cry. So, Mm -hmm. I'm done. But these are the things we do. Yes, so. Uh, thank you for joining us again. I am Champ Champenstein. This is another Wednesday in the books. I love you. I love you too. <laughs>